News from the Bunker is brought to you by Tucker Survival. Hello and welcome to News from the Bunker, brought to you by TuckerSurvival.com. My name is Mark and let's get right into it. Uh, I wanted to continue the saga of Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old uh, that was in Kenosha and shot the three convicts, two of which died. Uh, purely an act of self-defense. Once you analyze the video, you can clearly see that it was a self-defense situation. Uh, he was actually there acting as an EMT as well, uh, at one time helping one of the protesters that had apparently been shot in the foot. So he was not there to cause mayhem and trouble as the mainstream media seems to uh, be trying to sell it as, that he charged into the crowd and he's a mass shooter, uh, a white supremacist with the Boogaloo Boys, you know. It's like, no. And now, uh, Representative, Republican Representative from Kentucky, Thomas Massey, is speaking out in his behalf, uh, commending him on his self-restraint, uh, and how he handled the situation, his situational awareness. And if you watch the video, he was very controlled, even though the mainstream media is saying he was not in control of his weapon. Uh, that's not true. When you watch the video, he had very good control, even had a jam at the gun at one point, cleared it, and then shot the person coming at him with a gun, a felon, mind you, with a gun, uh, shot him in the arm. And once the threats were Taken care of, uh, he got up calmly and walked towards the police with his hands up to try and turn himself in and explain what was going on. Uh, in the video, you can actually see a couple people that were standing next to him when he stood up. They raised their hands, backed off. He did not shoot them, did not point his gun at them, uh, really paid them no mind. So the mainstream media, as usual, is just trying to spin this all how the Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioters are just these innocent victims. And how dare these people come in and, and try to protect businesses and keep people from, you know, burning the cities down. So it's good to see people beginning to stand up uh, in his favor, such as uh, Rep Representative Massey. Because uh, once you watch the video, it's very plain to see that this was purely an act of self-defense. And... You know, he ends up finding three contacts or convicts to make, uh, you know, contact with his weapon uh, only after they were threatening him. So and when you really look into their past, uh, the one gentleman that was shot in the head, a convicted child molester, uh, I think it was a nine year old girls uh, he had been messing with. Um, I mean, yeah, these are not the most upright citizens. The other one, the skateboarder, had been in, in prison for strangulation, domestic violence. Uh, and the other gentleman with the gun was a, been reported was a felon with a gun. And as far as I've seen, uh, he's not been arrested for that. So you have to ask, where's the justice? So anyway, this will be a continuing saga uh, to see how this thing plays out. Um, interesting that the shooting they had in Portland uh, last week with the Patriots prayer gentleman being shot and killed took them a week to find the person that did it. And in that time, he got to go on Vice and do this nice interview with him and how he was afraid for his fellow, you know, people. And he just had to shoot the 
person, even though the person wasn't doing anything threatening to him or anybody. So he ended up dying in a shootout with FBI agents. Uh, he decided to shoot back at them, and so that is a, a done deal at this point. It's unfortunate that someone got shot uh, in a very cowardly act for exercising their right to come out and protest what's been going on. So, uh, we'll definitely be keeping you up to date on the Kyle Rittenhouse saga as it continues, and hopefully more people will begin to step up, like Representative Massey, and people that actually have some influence and speak out on his behalf. Meanwhile, in Australia, uh, many thousands of people are pushing back against the lockdown uh, actions that are being taken in Australia. And remember earlier uh, in the week, there was a pregnant woman arrested in Australia uh, for merely posting on Facebook, trying to organize uh, a particular protest against the lockdowns. And they came in and arrested her in front of her children. Um, she said that she had an ultrasound in an hour she had to go to. They didn't care about that because, you know, this small pregnant woman is obviously a threat to national security in Australia. So that was one. There was another gentleman that they busted in his door um, for putting things up on social media. And he was actually telling uh, the people not to show up, that he felt it was a trap. If they showed up, they would be... Uh, arrested or, you know, so he was trying to warn them that, you know, you probably shouldn't show up to this protest. So they would not really tell him what they wanted to talk to him about as he was up on his balcony asking them, what are you here for? Yeah, they never did tell him. They had just smashed his door in and started breaking in and ended up arresting him as well. So this is what's going on in Australia. And you got to remember back in 1996, after a mass shooting there, within weeks, uh, Australians lost their right to have semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. Uh, over 640,000 of them were seized through a mandatory buyback program uh, and destroyed. And another 40, I think it was 40,000 were turned in that were actually compliant weapons, but people decided to turn them in anyway. So you have a tremendous amount of weapons that you should be able to use to defend yourself, not only against intrusion, but also your own government. That is the beauty of the Second Amendment in the United States. That's what it's there for. So you're not going to overtake anything with just pistols, you know. And now here we are, you know, all these years later, as they're trying to fight back against these draconian lockdowns, and all those weapons are gone. You know, so it really limits the control that they have to push back. But, you know, they're doing what they can. And it's good to see this. And this has been going on all over the world. In London, there was a huge, I think there was 100,000 or 10,000. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. But there was a lot of people there uh, protesting as well. Uh, against the lockdowns, the masks, the vaccines. We're seeing this in Berlin. Uh, Denmark, so, you know, and here in the States, too. So we are starting to see this because they make no sense. There's no science that backs this up. This is purely an agenda. And if you're going out and arresting pregnant women for posting on Facebook, that pretty much proves that this is an agenda. This has nothing to do with health. 
you know, and it's just mind boggling that these police officers, I mean, it reminds me of the brown shirts in World War II, you know, in, in Hitler's Nazi army, you know, oh, just doing our jobs. It's like, well, you need to relook at your oath that you took. I don't think this was part of it. And it's really disheartening to see police officers acting like this. You know, many of them probably know this is wrong, you know, but in reality, they're being selfish. They're just protecting their own butts, trying to keep their jobs. And it's very selfish. You know, when we see a worldwide lockdown and people are pushing back, this is not a time to only be thinking of yourself. You've got to be thinking of, you know, your family, future generations, that if we let this go through, they'll be enslaved at birth. And, you know, it's just not happening the way that they keep painting this pandemic. People are not dropping down in the streets. You know, now the narrative is, well, people tested positive. But then you don't hear about, did they get sick? I mean, testing positive is one thing. Do you have enough of um, the virus in you to even do anything to you? You know, so first it's the death rate, then it's the infection rate. Well, now it's just, you know, you test positive. So they keep moving the game goalposts and gaslighting us because their narrative continues to just fall apart. And they keep trying to push it and push it and push it. We've got to keep it locked down. People are starting to get restless and push back. Well, now we're going to try to rest you. We need to not stop. We need to keep pushing. We cannot let go at this point. You know, it reminds me of the movie Braveheart, Mel Gibson, and when they all just charged at the enemy. We're at that point now. However we can, if it's through social media, if it's protesting it at these gatherings, if it's telling people about it. I mean, we may get back to a point where it's all about printed material and DVDs that you're handing out, you know, because those can't be censored. It's an old school tactic, but you know what? It's analog. It works because we cannot allow this to happen. The, them just locking us down and crashing our economy. That is the huge part. If we let them crash this economy, we have nothing. Distribution chains are done. Stores are done. Now you're totally reliant on the government to dole out whatever they plan on doling out to you. And we simply cannot allow that to happen. So here in America, we need to take heed of what's happening in Australia as they continue to try to take our gun rights away here. Remember why you have them. Remember why we were given that Second Amendment in the first place. It's a very big responsibility to be a gun owner. And there comes a time when you may have to use those weapons against the government. I hope it never comes to that. That is not the f first idea, you know, the go-to thing. This is like the last resort when you have exhausted all of other means, all the diplomacy, you know, the showing up to the meetings, the talking. But if they finally get to that point where they're just going to roll over you, well, this is your last call. That's what our forefathers saw because that's what they fought against to make this country free. They understood that. So I think we've all been very patient as patriots, but it's getting to a point where that patience has to turn into action now. So we do need to still keep showing up in meetings, running for office, writing letters, trying to awaken people, you know, with the truth about what's going on, but always keep in the back of your mind that they may not work anymore. And now we have to go to the next step. So you got to be prepared. 
you got to be prepared in your mind, your body, physically. And, you know, you got to keep living your life, too. You want to keep trying to work and do your businesses. But there comes a point when you can no longer do that that you're going to have to stand up, you know, because there is no other options. So everybody should keep an eye on what's going on in Australia. Follow the news on it. Not what the mainstream media is telling you, but you got to dig around and find your own news. You know, you can find stuff on social media, depending on the platforms, and keep yourself aware of what's happening, not only there, but around the world and in the U.S. and Canada, South America, all over. And just see what's going on. Those people are waking up. Now I'd like to talk a little bit about the true cost of freedom. If you study freedom in America and how we became what we became, it's a very interesting story of how we landed here, set up little establishments, the original 13 colonies, came up with a form of government, currency, things of this. But there was the strong arm of Great Britain with their currency and the banks and all of that, and their rules, and then their taxing. And it was the taxing, even though it wasn't a whole lot, it was too much for people that came over to America to find a freedom, you know, a place that they could live not in oppression, that they could create their own way, come up with their own government, you know, their own laws, rules, things of this nature. And when it finally got to a point where they couldn't do that anymore, that's when they fought back. A small group of people against the, the biggest army on the planet. And when they wrote our Bill of Rights, they wrote in there the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the freedom of speech, the Second Amendment to protect that freedom of speech, to protect us against a tyrannical government because they knew what that was about. They didn't want our American government to become that way. But if it did, they wanted to have a clause in there that would allow the citizens to fight back. So this is where we find ourselves now at a time in our history when there are more gun sales than any other time in American history. Flying off the shelves, the ammo, everything's out of stock. People trying to keep up with the demand. Even liberals are starting to buy guns. People that were very much against guns and for gun control, but now they see that the streets are dangerous. They've been threatened, perhaps. So they're buying their first gun. I think they're starting to understand what the Second Amendment is all about. There are situations where you cannot just use harsh language or talk your way out of things or be diplomatic. Some people just don't view the world that way. And I think we're starting to see that with all of these riots by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. This is not a peaceful movement. This is absolute anarchy and destruction. They have no, you know, no concept of trying to have a better world through diplomacy. They don't have a plan after the destruction. That's all they know. So if they're violent, violence is all that they understand. Because go, go try to talk to one of them. And all they do is start yelling and screaming at you. They don't want to change their mind. So when they get pushed back in their own language of violence, that's the only thing they understand. And some of them roll up on the ground like children, you know, and crying in the fetal position, as one of them did when the police went after him. You know, they're not used to people pushing back against them. They haven't been brought up that way. So as long as they can cause mayhem and nobody's pushing back and you have these mayors and these governors that are just allowing them to do this and saying they support them, even though they try to burn down, you know, their own apartment complex, 
and now some of them are forced to move, you know, they're not getting any opposition, any pushback, any consequences. Well, they've been poking this bear of conservatism for a very long time, and the bear is starting to wake up now. And they're going to find out what it's like to go into neighborhoods and, and states that do not support what they are doing. And they have found that out in a few cases. And it's unfortunate. You know, this is the greatest country on the planet. I love my country. I'm very disheartened to see what has turned into. And I grew up in the 60s, you know. I was a kid, but I remember, you know, things going on in the 70s. There was a lot of stuff happening. Civil rights movements, Vietnam, gas shortages, you know, all kinds of stuff happening. The interesting thing, though, in the 60s, during all the Vietnam and Martin Luther King getting shot, you know, Kennedy being shot, his brother being shot, artists use their art to try and get their messages across. A lot of great music came out of the 60s, protest music that's as relevant today as it was back then. You know, films were written about these subjects. What do you see now? Burning buildings, violence, trashing everything. That's, that's all that we're seeing. You know, and that's not an answer. That isn't going to fix anything. You know, whatever message you thought you had, it's just going to taint it. Nobody's going to want to listen to it anymore. So these are the times we live in, though. So that's why the Second Amendment is very important. As I said earlier, it's a huge responsibility to be a gun owner. So if this is a first gun that you're going to buy, you know nothing about it, I would suggest you educate yourself. I'm sure that you ask people that are knowledgeable of guns and will be more than happy to explain not just how to shoot them, but how they operate. A lot of times, once you find out how they operate, you don't see that they're dangerous all by themselves. You know, that they're just going to go off by themselves. You understand the mechanics behind them now. How they operate, how the bullet gets in the chamber, how, how the trigger is pulled, what it does. And it will dispel a lot of myths because a lot of these, you know, liberal Democrats that are pushing for gun control, a lot of them don't even understand the weapon, what they're talking about. They're not using the right language. They have no concept. You know, and they're, they're making these regulations, like in California with the featureless, you know, ARs. I mean, I've looked at them. It's like, how can you even shoot these things? This is ridiculous. But, you know, is it going to make that one any less lethal than, you know, a normal AR-15? No. They're still going to shoot a bullet out the barrel just like the other one. They're just a little more awkward, but, you know, it's not going to make them less dangerous as they look at it. So it's just, it's just games, you know, it's like, I wouldn't even own one of those featureless ones. You know, it's like, what's the point? You know, it's just like, I want something I can protect myself from family and people that might be in my vicinity that need protection. You know, that's why we have these things. And depending on what state you're in, you know, the laws do vary as far as how you can protect yourself. You know, but if you're within those law limits, you know, if your your life being you feel it's threatened and you know, and you feel you need to take that appropriate action, you need to study the laws in your state, in your county, city, you know. So 
That way you're educated on that. So if somebody does break in your house, you know that, you know, if you have to defend yourself with lethal force, that you're doing the right things because you've studied this before. And that's what everybody should be doing with, you know, a lot of things, not just, you know, guns, but our own laws and, you know, our own constitution so that you're more educated. And that seems to be a problem we have now. Here we live in the age of information at your fingertips, and yet I have run into some of the most ignorant people, you know, that, that don't want to find out any of this information. They just want to go along to get along, because that's what social media teaches you, just how to be part of a group. It doesn't teach individualism, you know, and this is a very dangerous thing, because you could be following the wrong group, the wrong ideas, the wrong information, because you never took time to just analyze it on your own and look at things from all angles. And that is a real challenge I see with Black Lives Matter and Antifa is all they do is scream at you. They don't want to know any other way. They think it's their way or the highway. They have no interest in being critical thinkers. And that just makes them, you know, radicals. And you can't reason with radicals because their brain is set in this one mode and that's all you got. So it does no good to argue with them. you got to find other ways to, to deal with that. So anyway, that is the show for today for News for the Bunker, from the Bunker. My name is Mark. I want to thank you for tuning in. And this show is brought to you by TuckerSurvival.com. And if you want to find out more, just go to the website. Uh, I just put up a new blog the, uh, last night. So you can check that out. And you can get links to our different uh, video channels. And we're going to be doing some training stuff, some reviews on different things. So it's just kind of a one-stop kind of survival type of website for, you know, survival or just self-sufficiency. So we're always trying to add some new content. You know, it's because we start adding more stuff. It's, you know, the production starting to get a little heavier. So just uh, bear with us as we continue to put things up. And I hope you check that out. Again, that is TuckerSurvival.com. And again, I want to thank you for tuning in to News from the Bunker. And you stay safe out there, and we will see you next time. News from the Bunker is brought to you by Tucker Survival and is produced by MBJ Media Services.